Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The FDA approves booster shots for children. New York City distributes COVID tests based on skin color. Cigarette sales rise for the first time in 20 years. And angry over a drunken display on New Year's Eve, CNN takes action. Also ahead, is Dr. Jill Biden controlling her husband? But first, the FDA now recommending a third dose of Pfizer's COVID vaccine for children as young as 12. Scientists hope another shot will slow the spread of COVID as millions of kids head back to school. Cases of the virus up 4,000% since June, averaging about 400,000 a day. Despite the record high infection rate, hospitalizations remain fairly low. But now the question about the vaccine in general is rising. Officials in New York City will consider a person's race when giving out free COVID tests. According to the Department of Health, the mayor's office will prioritize neighborhoods flagged by the city's task force on racial inclusion and equity. Supporters say the move will slow the spread in minority communities. Critics claim skin color should not dictate public health. More Americans picked up smoking in 2021. The sale of tobacco rising for the first time in two decades. In total, adults consumed 204 billion cigarettes in the past 12 months. I wonder who counted 204 billion cigarettes. Anyway, experts blame the smoking on COVID. Marlboro executives say more Americans lit up during the pandemic because of boredom and depression. Cigarettes not the only rising vice. The sale of alcohol up 10% compared to last year. Reality performer Andy Cohen could get the boot from CNN after he roasted Bill de Blasio on New Year's Eve. Sources say Cohen will not be invited back after his intoxicated tirade. Said Cohen from Times Square, quote, the only thing that Democrats and Republicans can agree on is what a horrible mayor he has been. So sayonara, sucker, unquote. Cohen claims he was overserved alcohol during the broadcast. In a moment, Jill and Joe, who's running the show? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 
877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. A question. What do Dr. Jill Biden and Nancy Reagan have in common? The answer, a lot. On March 30th, 1981, barely two months into his first term, President Ronald Reagan was shot and nearly killed by would-be assassin John Hinckley, who remains in prison. As chronicled in my book, Killing Reagan, First Lady Nancy quickly became the healing president's gatekeeper. She was feared, but not because of policy. Nancy Reagan did not have anything to do with policy. She kept people away from President Reagan, including some of his staff members. For eight years, even after Ronald Reagan recovered, Nancy Reagan was the second most powerful person in the White House. Now, compare this to today. We have a similar situation because President Biden depends heavily on Jill Biden. But there have been no reports that Mrs. Biden is feared. And like Nancy Reagan, she does not get involved with policy. However, she is the last word on who sees her husband, the president. Here's how it breaks down. Jill and Joe Biden have breakfast every morning. They go over the schedule, which is usually light. We do the schedule every day on the No Spin News, which you can see on BillOReilly.com. And it is unusual to have more than three events for Mr. Biden per day. Jill Biden goes over what her husband will do. She tells him, you're going to see this person this hour, that person this time, like that. Then she checks in throughout the day about how he is feeling and how things are going. If she senses Mr. Biden is tired or not feeling well for any reason, Jill Biden can shut down the schedule. That's how powerful she is. Now, let me give you an example of how much influence Dr. Biden has. So over the holiday, there was a photo op on a Delaware beach where Jill and Joe Biden were strolling with their new dog. You may have seen the pictures. In the photographs released to the public and the videotape, you can see that Jill and Joe Biden are wearing masks, even though there is no one other than Secret Service agents within 500 yards of them. There are no people allowed to be close to the Bidens. And the Secret Service are well back. So there is no reason for the Bidens to wear masks unless Commander, the new dog, has COVID. And I don't think he does. Jill Biden wanted to virtue signal the mask thing, and that's why they were wearing masks. She wanted to send a message. It's good to wear masks. And that's what happened. Joe Biden, very powerful. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message. And if you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, 
something you might not know. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Now, the O'Reilly update brings you something you might not know. 58 years ago today, a middle-aged woman was raped and strangled in her tiny Massachusetts apartment. The killer left police a greeting card. The message, Happy New Year. The Boston Strangler had struck again. Here is the story. Beginning in 1962, a dozen women in Boston were sexually assaulted and murdered. The victims typically had their clothing removed and a rope was left around their necks, tied in a bow. The age range, 19 to 85 years old. Police dubbed the culprit the Boston Strangler. The case baffled the DA's office because of the varied locations and the ages of the victims. For the next two years, a serial killer was pursued by law enforcement and local gangs, including the mafia. In 1964, A woman survived an attack, giving police a physical description of her assailant. They identified the man as Albert DeSalvo. A photo of the suspect was published in newspapers. Multiple women came forward to confirm that he was indeed the Boston Strangler. DeSalvo was ultimately arrested on a rape charge and sent to a psychiatric hospital. He later confessed to his lawyer that he was indeed the Boston Strangler, but he did not confess on the record to authorities. Despite his admission, police doubted DeSalvo had killed all the women because there was no physical evidence and he did not match some of the witness descriptions. So he was never tried for any of the murders. Albert DeSalvo was sent to a maximum security prison in 1967 to serve life. He was convicted of rape, but not murder. Six years later, he was stabbed to death in his cell. His attackers never identified. After nearly 60 years, no one has been officially charged as the Boston Strangler. And here's something else you might not know. The young attorney representing DeSalvo eventually became one of the most famous lawyers in America. His name, F. Lee Bailey. He would play a pivotal role in the acquittal of O.J. Simpson three decades later. Back after this. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.